Hey, what's up, guys? We are here live from the store. We're live for the NFL Draft in Soho. I am here with Dan, Colin, Melissa, Adriana, among others. We got a nice group of people here ready to watch us do this. Uh, how you guys feeling tonight? It's Christmas time again, folks. I can't believe we're actually here. Uh, do we end up disappointed or do we end up excited? I don't know. We shall see. Um, we're in good company, though, to share it either way. So pumped up. Yeah, it's it's more than Christmas. It's it's Hanukkah. It's Kwanzaa. Festivus. It's it's everything. We're oh no, I, I don't mean to be uh, yeah. I'm just, very I'm just singular sure. to one group of religious minded people. <laughs> just want to get off on the right. Well, this is, well, this yeah, is starting right. off well. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else do we do? This is how we do every podcast. Hey, well, uh, I'm feeling great, but I want to introduce uh, our, our two new members of Big Blue United. Well, you know, Adriana, she's she's been in the mix on social media. And our new newest member, Melissa, who else Hi, is here at Wilson headquarters. Welcome, guys. Um, we're all crowded around a tiny picnic table, so this is a, a great bonding experience, I think. Um, how are you guys feeling? Um, very excited to share this personal space with you guys. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And I'm excited to draft some people down south of the offensive line today, so let's get it started. <laughs> the rebuild. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that, Melissa. We need a tackle at five. I will settle for Sauce Gardner or Stingley if they choose him instead, but... I would love one of those top three tackles. I'm honestly hoping that Iguanu is still on the board when we draft. I mean, I think that's everyone's dream. So we'll see how it goes. We can only hope. Yeah. Offensive tackle or bust in the first place. Yeah, I mean, you know, it could be a, it could be an interesting scenario based upon what we've been seeing. Um, just a lot of times we're going to maybe see, you know, Milo and Iguanu and – and also Hutchinson all off the board, team one to four, which kind of leaves the Giants in an interesting predicament. So, you know, that might be worst possible, um, you know, scenario here. Um, but before we, before we hop into the draft, there's some time here. We got a little Giants news to talk about. So, uh, guys, Daniel Jones um, did not pick up the fifth year option today. Oh, he, he was supposed to do it himself? <laughs> that was. <laughs> no, no, I'm too slow for that. <laughs> so the Giants didn't pick up. The yes. Sorry to clarify that for, clarify that for you. I'm glad I did. I was, um, I was confused. So I mean, what are your thoughts here? I mean, it's absolutely has any sort of impact on the Giants draft strategy today? I know Dan maybe has a couple things he wants to talk about here, perhaps. If Colin doesn't have any thoughts, I mean, I mean, I do, but you, all right, go ahead. I I was just saying, this is like the, this is the first step in the direction of this draft that really gives the idea of what Shane and Dable, for that matter, what kind of direction that they want to be going in. And it's completely different from anything that was ever really done in the past uh, with uh, the man that shall not be named, of course, uh, that we'll be saying a couple of times tonight. Um, Just the fact that I'm sure that Shane has to walk John Mara off the cliff and say, it's okay if we don't pick up his fifth-year option. It will be okay, I promise you. It's like, oh, but I want to. I love him. He's, he's such a great man. He says everything right. He's perfect. Look, at he's handsome. No, that doesn't matter anymore, John. Now we're, we're, it's a new era, and we actually have to do some smart things. I mean, you painted a beautiful picture there, Colin. That's uh, something I, I feel like the front office has been sorely lacking 
uh, in these past years. With, I don't know, did we give him a name for him now, like a post-mortem name for Uncle, Uncle Dave Gettleman, or is that po- even too po- nice? Post-mortem. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't it's know. too much on the spot for me right now. Cape Cod Dave, okay. Yeah, Cape Cod <laughs> Yeah. Hot dog clown? That was a good one. I think I think there are two ways of, of looking at this Daniel Jones news when we're coming into the draft. I think uh, there's the ultimate strategic uh, move of, of stirring up demand for a quarterback that the Giants potentially might take with the fourth, or the fifth or seventh pick. Um, or maybe they really do like the quarterback that's most analogous to uh, Josh Allen in uh, Malik Willis or, or perhaps Malik Willie. Has anyone said that before? No, you did about two hours ago, and you want it to be the new thing. I think it's really good. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I, I, it's nothing I've really thought about since six months ago and about a 1,000 mock drafts ago, but I wouldn't be upset if we ended up with an offensive lineman in the league, Willis, uh, in the first round. That would just be super fun, and I'm all about fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, like, whatever – this isn't an indicator for me of anything, to be honest with you. Like, basically, I don't, I, we all know Jones has done anything. So, in my mind, it's like if you pick up that fifth year option, it's $22.4 million this year. If you franchise, franchise tag him next year, $35.5 million. It's not a drastic difference to give yourself $10 million a difference. An option there. What's that? $10 million difference. $10 million difference to give yourself an out and not commit yourself to quarterback hell be working and it hasn't <laughs> been working so i don't think this indicates the giants are looking to draft the quarterback necessarily but i do think it indicates that they don't have the confidence in jones that a lot of people do and i'm fine with this proven year i think it needs to be done uh and i think it's the right thing to do so i'm happy they did pick up dexter lawrence's fifth, uh, fifth year option if you guys want to move on to talking about that a little bit um melissa what do you think about the, the dexter lawrence I am probably the only Daniel Jones advisor on this podcast. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's a legitimate position. And I'm proud to be here. I really just think he wasn't given the chance. Danny Wheels, guys. Oh. I just heard Danny jokes toss around today, and I didn't appreciate it. So I think we get an offensive line, we protect Daniel Jones, and he can do some numbers for us. We'll see if they pick up his fifth year. I, I agree with you. I don't think they will, and it would. I think it kind of would be a travesty. Let's just give him a chance. I think Joshin and Brian Dable can whip him into shape. I'm with you on that, but I think I think he still needs to prove himself. I think we've seen that Jones has potential. He definitely has the caliber, I think, to improve, but he can't do it alone. And I'm with you that he needs help and he needs all of that, but I just don't think right now i feel confident enough to sign him on for more i need i need to see them pick the o-line i need to see the o-line get it together i need to see all of our wide receivers stay healthy catch some touchdowns and then i'll feel better about keeping jones on for a little bit longer i'm saying we draft an o-line to protect him tonight and then maybe they will pick it up and if he's not you guys are totally allowed to make fun of me for the rest of the season you know it's that ultimate redemption story i mean you can't not even dan can say right now that he wouldn't feel good about daniel jones coming back and proving everybody wrong i mean that's just that's fact right there you would love that you would you'd you'd hate yourself for saying it would never happen but you'd like to see it happen i i have a ridiculous amount of faith in the new uh, coaching staff in the new front office, but 
to me, the sweeter thing would be to prove Dave Gettleman just even more wrong about everything he's ever done. <laughs> so I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather sacrifice Daniel Jones to that altar than, uh, than see a, a turnaround. From a guy from all accounts is awesome as a human being, but um, in reality, I don't. I think his upside is the 15th best quarterback in the league, and I don't think it's getting much better than that. And, and if I'm going to watch someone play quarterback for the Giants for the next 10 years, I want him to be uh, elite or, you know, at least top 10. Someone that's going to be fun to watch. Dan Jones might be that, but I, I, I really don't think so. I mean, anything's possible here with Jones. I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of lamenting of him going on, but at the end of the day, like as a Giants fan, you do want him to succeed. But, you know, they might draft a quarterback today, so you never know. If they do draft a quarterback, my draft analysis just goes in the <laughs> yeah. toilet bin. So let's hope they don't. I would say Actually, most of us probably don't think they're picking a quarterback at five or seven. Probably not. Maybe, maybe not at five or seven, but, uh, but a trade back is always possible. You know. Well, uh, speaking of probabilities, Melissa, I know you are – enmeshed in probabilities to in, in another in another life uh given yes, your analysis what, I am what are you a thinking very for? avid follower of the gambling odds it is what i do professionally it is legal so. it is legal it's legal in new york i'm allowed to say that now so so with that background what do you think is the most probable uh circumstance with the fifth and seventh picks for the giants not, so maybe not what your heart I, wants but as what, of this morning according to FanDuel, shout out to FanDuel, love their odds um, Chris Cross actually is the favorite. I think he was like minus one something, minus 75, 140 or something. I'm unsure. Don't quote me on that. But he is the favorite to go. I feel like he's the one in the draft that I know the least about. And his name keeps popping up. And it's very irritating because I can't seem to find a good analysis on him of what I want to know. <laughs> what, do what do you guys, guys think about, about him? him? Do you, do you, the, the Giants, Giants love him. <laughs> They, they do. Uh, obviously, the story on him is he's the most polished pass protector. Um, I like the nickname Crisscross because if the Giants take him, I'd probably jump. Oh. <laughs> oh. I thought you were talking about wow. sauce, and we were going Crisscross applesauce. No, I like it. No, no, no. There's there are plenty of New York Post uh, titles coming up for uh, for Charles Cross, but I think yeah, obviously the most. They say he's the most polished pass protector. I've heard contrary reports that uh, that uh, Neil might be just as good or if not better, uh, especially with the competition and playing right tackle, um, which is something that uh, Charles Cross is pr primarily a left tackle. Um, but that's the flavor you keep seeing is that uh, the Giants love Charles Cross. And at this stage of the game, you don't know if that's, again, a smokescreen, a strategy, um, or they see something in his game that they know more about because I'm not a professional online uh, analyst, but... Uh, yeah, I will say that Charles Cross is a little juice. So if you guys are planning on still betting, probably stay away from him and find find someone with more value. That's yeah. that's the tidbit I'll add for the betting perspective here. Well, we'll where is the hate that has come as of recent, though? Because just in the last couple of days, it, it's just like flooded out with people. Uh, what is it, Ice Cube? What do we got? What's going on over here? I know the draft is going wild. Well, the draft is, is officially on for those that are under a rock right now. Are we, are we on the clock? <laughs> um, it's, I don't think we're on the clock yet. I'm sure I they're going to take at least 45 minutes. Ice to Cube's dapping up Roger Goodell. That's that's pretty wild. Why would Ice Cube be calling a Jaguars pick too? They're in Vegas, he's and he's a, the most famous Raiders fan is he? ever, right? Yeah, Boys in the Hood. 
Oh, yeah, that's to me. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. Oh, I knew he was a Raiders fan, and that's why I'm confused why he's uh, calling for the Jaguars. Maybe he's just doing a little opening. It's a pump up. Yeah, it's just like a let's get the crowd going kind of thing. Well, it is in Vegas. I wish we were there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're picking right now. Fly us out next year, sure. All right. Oh. Oh, he was just introducing Derek Carr. Yeah, he was just introducing Derek Carr. See the connection. Um, So Colin was saying he doesn't understand the hate on Charles Cross. Yes, I mean, I, I, I I mean, I know that the generality is that people don't think he's as NFL ready as the other two top prospects, which I don't quite understand. Uh, Is he that poor at run blocking that he shouldn't be considered, or is or his pass blocking prowess or perceived? Notion of he's, it is uh, he's from the Leech Air Raid offense, which runs a very specific collegiate style of of uh, offense in which everything's spread out, the passes come out really fast, and you know the NFL is going in that direction, but it's not to the extremes as a, as a Mike Leach offense. So the concerns are there's been a great track record for our, uh, ta- uh, offensive linemen to come out of those systems, um, as it's very unique and you know you know more athletic, light on their feet. Uh, tackles, you know, thrive in that scenario rather than a more tried and true, you know, bigger frame, more powerful tackle that you see in the two other top three options. And well, what, what's the what's the intangibles? What's what is his uh, his height and weight right now? Just for for you know, the sake of talking at least physique for the NFL. Well, well. Uh, yeah, big dude. He he could probably put on a little weight just for the fact that. Uh, oh, that's what I remember. He's the one guy that you you who would have the least amount of uh, versatility to play right tackle. He's a left tackle straight and would struggle there. So for us, technically, especially with uh, Andrew Thomas coming up the way he has in the last year, we don't need him for a left tackle situation. So. Yeah, that's one of the concerns. I think someone pulled up a stat. I don't remember the numbers. I don't pull up at the stat, but uh, Neil had over 800 snaps at right tackle, and the others, you know, maybe 15 for Ikiyukwanyu and and like two, quite literally, for Charles Cross. Fair enough. You know, who would totally screw up this situation if he was somehow directly related to Howard Cross. The fan base would lose their minds and think <laughs> we have to draft this guy, and if we don't do it, we're stupid. But I'm thankfully that is not the case. That we're being faced with right now yeah I, th- I think we should also just set the table for what our listeners should expect in the next uh coming minutes uh the jags are on the clock now um giants obviously at the fifth and seventh pick but we're also going to be having some additional guests on from the greater uh giants metaverse universe um we'll be popping in uh just just like taking callers except we don't know when they're going to show up so so keep your eyes out for some reoccurring guests and, and some favorites from uh, giants twitter um, fast and loose, baby. Fast and loose. Oh yeah, we had uh, we, we had numbers. Will here earlier. But he, he, he dipped up. But he'll be back. He promised. He promised. We, <laughs> yeah, we need we need an update yeah, on, on his mental state and how he is centering his chief for a new season and a new regime. Uh, I bet he he hopes that Saquon's going to get traded during this draft as well. Him and Bradbury. Got a hot take here from uh, Nicholas Mad Mad Ison. My source is saying, "Get the sauce, boss." And you know what? That wasn't something that I was considering, and I, I think there's been a lot of times when the Giants have picked cornerbacks early, and it has not worked out, or worked out. Less but not this early. But was so- this is even earlier than they would ever take it? It was. It was. But- it was. It was. But I would be okay with that pick. But 
it at either either one, five or seven, but it depends on how the board falls. Um, thanks for the question, Nick. We appreciate you. We, that's, that's a good point. I, I feel like everyone's talking about the tackles, but and if it's not a tackle, it is going to be sauce if he falls. Um, I'm staring at a Jets fan right now who's, who's been rumored to take either a tackle or sauce. Um, do you have a, a preference either way, Robert? Saucer or a tackle? Sauce. The Jets want sauce, so maybe we should let them have it. That means that's probably bad things. Now you have a defensive head coach who the talk is that they're probably going to go defense at number four, which I would love because that means that maybe Icky could fi- fall to us at five. Loosen up that tackle market for us. That's right. Um, just for uh, letting you know, we got five minutes left on the pick for the Jags to to get really get this draft started. So it'll be interesting. They'll probably wait until it's uh, 0.1 seconds to actually make thank, a decision. Thank God they used this 10 minutes because they didn't have months to figure this out. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, so weird that they would wait until the last minute to finally decide on who they're going to pick after all this time. Infuriating. Maybe they're fielding trade offers. Maybe, that, maybe we're going to trade up. Pick us in. Pick us in, folks. Pick us yeah. in. Just as we speak. Now get ready for three minutes for Goodell to walk up to the mic. Get ready for everyone to boo. Should we boo him, too? Oh, he can't hear us. Don't worry about it. Uh, Will's back. Will, Will's in. Audio only, though. Will, are you hearing us right now? You want to see that? Want to see your free, I can hear you, face, gentlemen. Buddy. And lady, can you hear me? Oh, he's walking the beat, folks. Are you still on your bike, Will? So I, I had such a good time with you guys that I, I ended up leaving a little later than I'd planned. And I, I tried to stop to pick up some dinner on the on the way home. I uh, I tried to find a snack carton and get that elusive hot dog and a hot pretzel. And I was going to stop for a bag of donuts. But unfortunately, yes. the, 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 the snack carts have been shutting down. I made three stops and, uh, and came up empty. So uh, I think we're going to have to settle on pasta. But it's good to have contingency plans. I think, you know, I want to trust, you know, segue, but I want to trust yeah. uh, that this administration, this regime, will actually have those contingency plans in place should uh, plan A not fall into place. But I don't have, I don't have activities. It hasn't been announced. I just saw on Twitter they picked Trayvon Walker. Oh. Good for him. Good for him. Are you, Are you doing, doing the bleed trap? Calling it out? <laughs> it, is that what we're doing? I... I... We knew that was going to possibly... Adrian, the- Adrian, I just want to let you know this is Colin's least favorite thing that could ever happen. <laughs> as long as you don't do it for our picks, I really don't care. You know, yeah. you okay, I'm going to have to turn my Twitter notifications off then. You got to do it like does in the NBA. That, you know, sources say that the Jaguars are zeroing in. They're, they're right there. But honestly, I mean, let's wait till the pick actually gets called. But if that is the case, I, I would actually be really happy right now because that leaves one of four people for us that we really want to pick at five. I'm with you, but Goodell's got to get it together because ESPN is just posted about it too. He's got to move this along. <laughs> wow. Trayvon. Trayvon. There it is. I'm surprised. I, I'm so not surprised because this was locked in for like the past two, two days. Two days. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I think it's, it's a bit of a reach at this point. I don't know why he jumped so much in the last week or so. He was, he was a combined freak, man. To, to me, a big reach at number one overall. I mean, you could, this is just very indicative of a, of a poorly run franchise that's been poorly run for year after year after year who continually makes bad decisions. Hey, is, did, uh, is Gettleman, uh, is he consulting down there? I don't know, but between that Christian Kirk deal they signed and then picking this guy number one overall, I mean, Trevor Walker has a lot of physical attributes that you love 
for a player's position, but the production's not there. Your team sucks. You have the first overall pick. <laughs> Definitely get not get the move who's gonna help one. you. Get someone's gonna help you day one. TJ, TJ, Trent Bulky probably fell in full bloom love with Trayvon Walker, and you can't deny full bloom love. Yeah, you gotta see that. the answers this kid gave after the senior bowl. <laughs> oh, also, also, everyone, uh, make sure to go follow Will at 27 T W E N T E E 7 on Twitter. My favorite follow. Um, so what, so everyone I think agrees this sets the Giants up. This is, this is a, this is positive for our pick at five and seven. Um, uh, it'll be fun to watch, you know, Trayvon Walker performs in, in Jacksonville on, I don't know, not protecting Trevor Lawrence, which I would think is a, a prerogative. Uh, great, great flow on that guy. Great flow. Yeah. I mean, not to my taste. I like yours better. Oh, thank you, Dan. Actually, on my on my bike ride home, there was one NFL jersey that I, I saw on my route, on, which was another city bike uh, rider, and it was a Trevor Lawrence Jaguars jersey. So, uh, so maybe you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe Jaguars are you know are the hot ticket. We were talking about them having seven fans. They might be up to eight now. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, as the man on the streets, are, are they buzzing? Are people talking about the draft or banging on roofs? What, what's going on? Is, is, is I, I haven't heard this little profanity this late in April in a long time. It's a, it's a new era. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. What a time to be alive. Pick is already in for the Lions. Wow. The Lions are picking Hutchinson because it's not that hard. <laughs> He's a real knee biter, I think, right? Is, is that what the, the mission statement is from uh, the head coach of, of the Lions? Oh, uh, Dan Campbell. You're going to yeah. bite your knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy's an absolute psychopath. Former Giant. That is correct. He was the ultimate blocking tight end. Well, well the, the real ultimate blocking tight end was Howard Cross, but Campbell kept which, it real. Which, which is, is the, the second, second time, time we've uh, actually talked about him tonight, which is nice. I mean, I think we should talk more got, about Howard Cross. He's amazing. How you guys leave Evan Ingram out of this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not him. Not again. <laughs> Rest in peace, Evan Ingram. Down in Jacksonville. I you can know see what? He's going to do what every other player does that leaves the Giants. He's going to go to another team, and all of a sudden, he's going to blow up. He's going to earn that $10 million a year from Jacksonville. And we're all going to sit here wondering why he couldn't have done that for the Giants in the last five years. You're right. You're probably right. You know what's funny with, with like saying that now is, is that in history, like skill position players will leave the Giants and just be terrible. Yeah. Kevin Bosses. Hakeem Nix. I was going to say any number of dudes. Mario. Well, Steve, I was going to say that. Uh, Manningham, sure. Oh, Hutchinson is the official pick for the Lions. No, no big surprise there. That's he can waste away there. there for a while, I guess. I was going to say Evan Ingram in, in 10 years. I'm not going to be able to tell the difference between him and Travis Beckham. They're just going to morph into the same person in my memory. Uh, or, or what was that? We had that other. There was. Wasn't there another tight end just like that? That. Uh, Nah, it'll come to me. I mean, like a, a wide receiver? Yeah, Will a guy can't block bit, who's or? just like an H-back and who's not really any good. What's that, Will? I was saying, was Will Ty? Because he was definitely better at catching than uh, than blocking, yeah. but he wasn't quite the same type of, of skill set. Yeah, and the draft capital invested in Will Ty was – was was he even drafted? What, no, it was zero. He was a undrafted he, kid I, out of he, Stony Brook. Yeah, he was, and he was he's uh, pride of Stony Brook, if I remember That's correctly. Right. 
pride of Stony Brook, Long, I Long so Island. Sounds like an echo in here. Aiden <laughs> Hutchinson, ready to, ready it to certainly yell, does. Uh, All right, so uh, two defensive ends. Will is ready. Um, we have all three tackles on the board, our cornerbacks on the board, with only two picks between us. Um, it's getting juicy, my friends. Getting Looking good for us, though. Looks like we might have some pretty good options. Yeah. I'm very intact. pleased with the board. Very pleased right now with the board. So you're not bored. Oh, dude, that's – that's. I'm not – I'm not CJ board. Oh, wait, 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 CJ board. Wait, but wait, Will Will's doing what I mentioned before. The lights are off in his apartment. He's getting the blanket. He's gonna put over his head very soon, and he's just gonna he's gonna marinate in this experience. I'm 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 still in recovery from these snack carts being closed. It's like you know, 1463 days ago, all over again. But not that I'm counting. Will you know Will. Can we send some like seamless over to Will? Send him a hot dog and and, and really just you know get him set in the zone here. This is, I feel like that would really set the night off. Get him a vodka cranberry, which is also known as a Cape Cotter. Cape Cotter. Are, yeah. are those the sponsors of dog. this podcast? <laughs> Will I offered you some of my vodka? <laughs> yes, this pod is brought to you by Big Hot Dog Donuts and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and and Cape Cotter uh, cranberry vodkas. Also. Neft vodka, guys. It's delicious. Yeah, Neft, the only Neft thing you need to get even though, draft night as a Giants fan. Yeah, yeah, even though this pod is not sponsored by Neft Vodka, it, it sort of has sponsored. Well, what we know we should do is mention what this podcast is sponsored by and where we are podcasting from. Uh oh, we probably should elaborate a little more. We are at the Wilson store tonight, flagship store in Soho uh, on Broadway and Houston Street. And it's a beautiful place. We're on the actual basketball court right now. Um, I was shooting hoops before. I was concerned that I had lost a step since college, but I missed every shot I took, so I'm right back where I was. Um, they hooked us up, you know, last week with some clothes and hooked us up again with this uh, with some clothes this week. And it's just awesome to be here. Um, everyone who came tonight gets 20% off anything they want to buy in the store tonight. We did a bunch of raffles. We're going to do a couple more. Um, it's just been a great experience. We really want to thank um, – them for having us here. Yeah, big shout out to David Lugo over David here. David Lugo, yeah, absolutely. David, thank you for having us. Um, it's been a, it's been, it's been a trip. You know, it's great to be here all together in the same room doing this too. The first time for a long time. Yeah, I can't believe it's taken this long. Well, I guess I can. The world's Nixon, weird. Number three. This is. Do you want me to ruin it and tell you what Twitter said? Who it is? Absolutely not. <laughs> nah, let's Turn keep your phone off. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna take it away from you. So, so I want to, um, you know, we're, we're shouting out your, uh, your Neft Vodka. I also want to shout out the Giants for a second. Um, I think what we're doing this year with giving, uh, giving this kid Sam Prince the opportunity to announce the first uh, pick of the draft is one of the best things the Giants have done in some time. And, um, you know, you saw the video of, of Shane and Dable and Eli all telling, all telling Sam and him lighting up and, Frankly, you know, not to beat a dead horse, well, you know, not that I'm, you know, really good for much else, but it just shows the <laughs> humanity upgrade in the front office that is that is 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 so necessary. I mean, I can I can look up to the guys who are running this team, and as a fan, that's a low bar, but that's really all I've been asking for for the last four years, and no better example than what the Giants have done with uh, with this opportunity for Sam. 
Couldn't agree more. That video was great. I mean, you, you see the genuine excitement on the kid. He's just like, he couldn't believe what was being told to him, basically. And, and just like looking at everybody in the room there, too, between Eli, uh, Shane Dable, and they're all just like enjoying that. Can you ever really picture the man who will not be uh, spoken about, name said, I can't speak anymore? Um, I call uh, him Joe Shane's despicable predecessor. Perfect. You know what's funny? When that kid like got his, his stuff, he was like, didn't give Eli a hug. He like hugged Shane and Dable, and I was like, I'd go for Eli first. No, because he no, he did. They didn't get it on camera. He hugged him. He totally hugged and him. He knew, and he knew that he Eli definitely had to first. Well. You know, he knew Eli couldn't move around that well, and he could get him in pursuit. We got the pick. <laughs> get him in pursuit. <laughs> wow, Stingley, Stingley. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, baby, this is nice. This gets better by the moment. That's a shocking pick for me at number three. I don't he think is so. Injury prone, man. I don't know. Yeah, but there's oh, been a lot, of, a lot of help. Yeah, but there's been a lot of talk about what he did his freshman year that now him being healthy, it's going to make such a difference. And that a lot of people actually thought they would have had Stingley rated higher over Sauce. I've seen that a lot recently. So I know he was a favorite for a couple teams. I know that Stingley prior to the season was potentially the number one pick overall on a pure talent basis, um, but obviously the, the injury nag. So um, I don't know. Great for us, I think. Uh, I think regardless of, of talent level for Stingley, I, I think the thought is that Sauce Gardner is a better scheme fit um, and someone that Wink Martindale uh, has, has really a keen eye on. Um, but so far, so good. I think everything's still on the board uh, from the tackles to sauce to the potential to trade down for, for someone else that might fall. Who Someone might want to come up and get uh, Kayvon Thibodeau or... Um, it's going to be an interesting call, man. Uh, like we're, I'm excited to see who the Jets pick, but if the Giants end up with, with a choice of Thibodeau or, or Ikenawa or Neil at five, I, that's that's tough. Can, can we just have one pod at some point where we just have you read the names of all the players that are <laughs> yeah. in the league? Okinawa. Right, my, you know, pronounce Okinawa. Okinawa uh, Thibodeau. Uh, I think every time you say any of the names, it's different. And frankly, I'm here. So I, I, well, you know what? Uh, Okinawa is a city in Japan, Colin. I said Ikinawa. Uh, I'm going to rewatch this this uh, when it's over. Not to, and, uh, all of this not you. to be confused Make with sure Romeo Fuara. You know. You're just becoming more and more yes. like your father by Shouts the day, whether you like it or not. And that's okay. You we and Jeff you Eagles could get on a pod together. Jeff is uh, constantly that. told that he sucks at pronouncing teams and players' names. So you guys can both work on that. Adriana, I don't know if you know this, but I am spiritually on the pod with Eagles every time I pod. Uh, uh, he, he's, he's my spirit giant, and uh, I look up to him in, in all facets of my life. Uh, Eagles, open invitation. Anytime we'll pod, morning, noon, or night, if, if you want to come. We're ready at, at the drop of a hat. Uh, you know. Great. Uh, well, if you, great if you invite him now. to dinner, would he foot the bill? God, you, you need to get off. Wait, oh, oh, we, we just stopped at, at Will's joke. What, what, what was yeah, that? there's a great. It's not my tweet. I'm, I'm, it's a the joke is from Joel Corey at Corey Joel, who is a uh, very respected NFL agent. Would recommend everyone follow him if you don't already. But he says uh, the picks are coming in so fast you would think teams are itching to get to a blackjack table. Oh, good point. Good nice. Point. And now I'm going to log off Twitter because I don't because this Jets pick is probably the most important pick in the draft. That's not a Giants yep. pick. And yep. uh, and 
if Adriana can uh, can resist the urge, this can be a really uh, organic surprise. <laughs> I have my phone flipped over, so I'm not tempted to look at it. And and you're ahead of me on the vodka, so I've got I've got to do some catching up. I'll, I'm going to get a little bourbon out. I was going to say I don't have my phone flipped over, and I'm very focused on ruining this now that. Melissa, <laughs> we have any uh, movement on the odds? I don't want to have to put him on the spot. Right now, so I hope you guys got your picks in. I was actually just checking them out. That's clearly why I left for a little. Um, I expected Devin Stingle, Stingley, Devin Sting, Derek Stingley, uh, to go this. So I'm excited. Everything's going according to plan, guys. It all comes down to the bane of that life's existence, the New York Jets. I'm very curious. I don't the know. pick is in. I won't blow it. I'm going to stare into Bobby's eyes as this pick gets made. Who's the pick? No, 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 I don't want to no, 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 make, make a prediction. I'm not telling who, the, who it actually is. I'm going to say they're going tackle again. I think they're going to so get I'm, sauce right here. I'm three for three so far, and I have sauce. Sauce, I think. Uh, I, don't, I don't want I, sauce. I've got to get you. I'm so nervous. You called you called that last pick, Will? Good for you, man. I would never have called for that. But I'm not high on there, there, so maybe I, I'm there, there was a lot of uh, chatter to that of that this, uh, today. But I, I quote tweeted myself. You can you can see the uh, and this and this was I picked the first seven picks of the draft and my, my real surprise was the Giants trading down with the Jets for seven and the Jets taking Jameson Williams. So I like I don't know. That, that coming off the ACL is rough. I've seen Drake London like far before him, but he, I mean, Jameson, well, he's a better player, but. There's been a lot of Williams bu buzz today, particularly, especially connected with the Specifically Giants. Specifically today, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I have four is sauce and five is icky to the Giants. So we'll see what happens. I signed All up right. for that. Me too. If we get Neil or Icky at five, man, I I feel good. I feel oh, the Jets! The Jets war room. They're celebrating. They're excited. Um, I, I assume that they're they're just trying to get uh, Debrickashaw Ferguson again. Kirk Cousins <laughs> oh, no, I, has been spotted. Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson's got evidence that Trump won in twenty twenty. So they're all <laughs> celebrating in there. This is the most I, excited we'll do the Jets this. Yeah. For a while, this year. <laughs> so if we have a shot at all three tackles now, who's everyone's choice? I'm going icky if it's me. I want Neil. I, I see, I I see the pick. I, I don't know if my feed's a little ahead of you. I'll let you guys announce it when you see it. Yeah, you're ahead. You can you can watch our reactions. Yeah, yeah we're streaming off the laptop for sure. Will, if I didn't blow it, you're not allowed to either. Neil, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a much better winker than blinker, <laughs> and, 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 and I, I will tell you that you know, and you know, it's it's a especially with our defense this year. You know, it, we're a winking team. Oh, that that was a joke for Colin that he didn't hear. But sorry, food never, is being put in front of us. Someone's being put in front right of now. me. <laughs> I can't um, talk. There's food. We're yeah. more of a winking offense than a winking defense. Uh, I stomped on your joke. I'm sorry. The NBA playoffs means next-level basketball. Get in on the first-round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet during the first round with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Plus... 
Place a same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 in free bets back if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, very distracting moment you know, here. The pick is in, but they still need to wait. Is, what is taking so long? I saw it on Twitter three minutes ago. All right, I'm going to look now. <laughs> You've convinced me. Do you want me to tell you? No. Here it comes. We're going to find out what the rest of you think. I want Roger Goodell to talk to me, not you. <laughs> Oh! Oh! I don't like it. I don't like it. So I'm disappointed because I was hoping that the Giants were going to get a top corner with one of these picks. I um I thought corner, I thought corner had more upside than 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 tackle. But I acknowledge that the risk of drafting a corner is is probably outside of quarterback the riskiest position to draft. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but like this leaves you in a really interesting circumstance where you, if you wanted to go Thibodeau right now, you still could get Ikenau or Neil at seven. So I'm interested to see where the Giants go. I bet, I bet they don't. They don't. I, I bet they go tackle right here and, and address edge rusher later. Anybody? Any have any opinions or? Let's go. Absolutely obvious with it. It's all set up for us to really do what we want to do. I mean, a lot of people saying that that Gardner was gonna gonna follow us one way or the other, whether it was five or seven. Uh, now that he's off the board, it kind of makes it a little more obvious which way we got to lean because if we don't go tackle now, um, I mean, I guess we have all three of them there, but I feel like getting it now, just get yeah. it out of the way. You have your there's, there's a lot of stuff that we can do now. We can we can trade the fifth pick and still get one of the top three tackles. Um, I'm going to say we're not that. trading right now. So I would, I'm, that's, I'm that's, laying it out. We could trade back, get a haul. Um, we could get – we have our choice. I think it might be hard for a lot of Giants fans to stomach taking cross above – the other two guys, if they're still there, I think taking cross would be a lot easier if the choices were limited, um, whether or not we know what we're talking about or not. Um, that's that's they, exactly it. I think. Um, yeah, I agree. I think these two cornerbacks are the only are the only, are the only guys who could have been taken at five above a tackle. I think right now the Giants will take their first tackle on the board. I think there's a bigger chance than a lot of fans want to think that it's cross. And if it's cross, I'm going to think that cross is the best tackle in draft because I think um, even if Chris Pettit still has a job, I, I do trust Shane's analysis better than that, better than, than better than my own. Um, and then seven becomes really interesting because I think seven right now is looking like Jeremiah Johnson or a trade down. Um, I think is that his first name? Jeremiah or Jermaine. Jermaine. Jermaine, right? Yeah. Will, are you not um, high on Thibodeau at all, or? I, I, like I told you guys that um, Kayvon Thibodeau announced uh, that he has a fan club chess group on chess.com where I, where I play uh, for fun. And, and I'm, um, I realized I missed the tournament that he threw uh, a few hours ago, and I, it would have been fun to participate in that. But chess player aside, I, I just don't think he fits what the Giants are trying to do. I think the Giants are going to have more growing pains and, and, this is just speculation and this is just all secondhand. I have no knowledge myself, so don't please don't take this as an assessment of this guy's character. But the, the vibe that I get is a guy who who shows up when things are right and who might who might disappear when, when things are less promising. On my on my screen, the Giants pick is in, so I will not say anything. Um, but um, lips are sealed. 
Yeah, this I'm dying is. Dying to turn my phone over, but I won't. Oh. It's. I mean, this. I, I knew we weren't going to trade down. If we're trading down right now, it's either going to be at seven or the second round. I mean, I'll throw that out there. Definitely. Especially with all these guys on the board, I can't, I just can't see them. There he is. The top there top he five. is. The man of the hour. Oh God. Wait, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Talking about license plate guy. Yeah. Oh. He's got to be up there. Anyway. Down with LPG. We'll see him I'm shortly since we're behind there's, on the screen. Uh, well, how far behind are we? <laughs> Too far, an apparently. Of my devastated reaction in 2018 where I saw license plate guy and I got really excited right before my devastation. Will, could you even like when it when it gets called, could you just like not even be on the screen? <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 block, I'll block myself out. But I will tell you, I have a really good poker face. I, I have the power. Okay, good. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Oh, no, you're not going to ruin it. I just, I don't, I, I want to feel like I want to go vicariously through you, but I also don't at the same time because if I see anguish, I don't think I can make it. Hatch I hope Will falls asleep immediately. Stop watching. <laughs> I hope that it's who Sam wanted, and he's super excited to announce this pick. No, Typically, no they, whenever the Giants picks come in, they go to commercial breaks, and they just do it via commercial <laughs> breaks. So that's that's what I'm anticipating. Even if it's I'm getting text, I'm getting text. Right, it's because well, I know you're, you're suffering, it. Dan. They're okay with letting you suffer through a commercial. Oh, look at look at Kurt Warner looking all old. Why is the corner? Why is the corner of his mustache so dark, but the rest of his goatee is very light? He played in Arizona for a couple of years, and you think he's uh, in Yellowstone? Is there a movie coming out about him? It's already out. It's been out. You didn't oh, see it so, in theaters? I'm sure it's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this makes for great podcasting. Everyone else that's, that's involved with this already knows what happened. I really wow. love the stats that they're putting across the board. They are so embarrassingly horrendous. 31st in offense last two years, killing it. I, I would also like to, to highlight the, the screen just, of the Giants' I, I war room now compared Sam to the Gettleman war room. I, everyone has a computer here. So different. Computer. Can someone in that room, can we pay someone to slap Chris Mara in the face? <laughs> He's somehow more attractive than his brother, who's like, Looks like the top of his head sort of like comes down into like an hourglass. LPG looks stressed. Jeez, we are we are every we're, like the rest of us. <laughs> we are every bit like four minutes behind. Was that Bobby slide. Skinner? <laughs> Hope you made the right wish. <laughs> Sam killed it. <laughs> That's not me, guys. It's a Nef Vodka talking. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll do it already. Oh my God, this is killing me. Give Sam the mic. He killed it. Pass away. Oh, good. I'll go back to Bronxville. Shut up, man. What? What is this? I need to know. You're enjoying oh something God. nice, Dan. Let Sam talk. I don't want to hear Roger Goodell. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, chess club, chess club, chess club. Will, let's go, chess club. I, I want the tweet to just be chess club. Hashtag. Do it. Not a hashtag before it. No, no. This is this is my hat now. Oh, babe. Wow. Look at that. Look at that. So exciting. 
That's Look at fun. That. So, sparkles. So now do they go tackle at seven? You have to go tackle at seven because now you're going to either have Neil or Kanawa there. Both people I think they'd be really happy with at seven. I think this is turning out to be what we all wanted. Basically. Dare I say this is one of the better drafts we've had in the last couple of years, and it's only the first round? It's only the first round. You know what? You know what? I, let's not even pick any more picks. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're it's over. Oh, oh, Dan boy. has his gentleman hat on. Look at that. I'm just seeing that for the first time. I'm sitting next to you, dude. Uh, you might as well be five miles away. Will, Will, you bottled that up for a while. How, how do you feel, man? I am. You don't like it. I'm stunned. I, I didn't see this coming. I got the first four picks right, and this one I I thought, you know, there were reports that he was off the Giants board, and, you know, you, you never know you never know what um, what those reports can mean. This means that the Giants are probably going to be picking at seven. Maybe they trade down, but um, that celebration might have left a little something to be desired. Uh, um, I'm with you, Will. With those reports that came out after everything – and some of the decisions that the Giants have made with some of these guys who have had um, issues on and off the field and that type of thing. I uh, was not so sure that they were going to go to Thibodeau based on that kind of stuff. Again, some of these reports, I always take Smoke them with the Yeah, because you don't really know. But, you know, with some of the issues that we've had in the, in the past, it uh, makes you wonder. Those those were Dave Gettleman issues. Exactly, and those were were, were uh, poor coaching staff situation. Ship off the most talented players because uh, they. In my players. mind, the Giants just went best player available for a giant position of need and great value for someone who was number one overall on boards. This is great. So here, like I'm very um, pleased. The real the real takeaway from this, in my opinion, is for the yeah. last really three years. You've heard it from Michael Strahan. You've heard it from guys on, on reporters. You've heard it on the radio. The Giants locker room has needed an alpha who defend, who other teams will have to game plan against. And personality-wise and play-wise, Thibodeau could really be that alpha. And, um, look, I know there are totally. concerns. I know I, I'm going to give this kid a chance to prove us wrong. I'm – I didn't see this coming, but I'm extremely excited. You know, I a lot of us grew up watching the Giants build their identity around a pass rush. And this is the first time that, you know, we're doing that. Um, and know, there's I, no I, I, doubt that he's extremely talented and could definitely jump in as a day one starter and make an impact for this team. And that's, above all, what we needed regardless of whether it was a tackle or an edge. We need both of them. We need the best player available, and we need someone to come in day one and make impact desperately. Is, um, it, is this town too small for two Thibodeaus? I <laughs> know, Adriana, you're right. Like He comes in, he's the best player at, at his position on the team. Don't, don't ignore me. Great. I, I, you know, I, didn't, I, I don't even know what joke you're making right now. I'm sorry. But between I'm very him and Ojolari. Yeah, I think he's better team. than Ojolari jumping in. And I want to I want to jump on what Will said about kind of some of the characters and stuff, but you know, I believe that they wouldn't take a chance on a guy that they wouldn't be able to coach up and maybe get out of that mentality. So I'm hoping that you know the due diligence was done on this guy and that it was a smart pick to make for them because they know they can coach him. 
Okay. Wait, Melissa, what do you got to say? I was going to say, I mean, I know that we wanted him. He was definitely someone in the mix. But if there's someone who's going top five, others who's going after 10 picks, there's a lot of questions there. I honestly thought, as did the betting odds, that Chris Cross was going to be picked, especially if <laughs> on the board. And the reason we had those two teams, those two players there, it's because we thought that other players would go that are still on the board. So it is shocking that they took him. We'll see what happens. Obviously, an immediate upgrade to our defense. So we'll see what happens. So I, I have a theory that I want to I want to put out. Um, I think the Giants had a uh, their top pick of offensive tackles was Cross, and I think they felt that Cross was safe to fall to seven, and they, they, they were able to get their pass rusher there and still get the lineman that they want. You're probably right, man. Wow. Either yeah. way, they ruined a lot of people's heads. <laughs> Minus 140 this morning, come on. <laughs> That's exactly why I didn't Not bet, because I was like, there's... There's too many things that can go wrong. But I want to go back to what TJ said for a second when we were talking about the the character concerns. And I know a lot of us have put a lot of faith in Shane and Dable right off the bat. And whether it's deserved or not, we're going to find out soon enough. But I agree that I think based on what we saw with Gettleman and Judge in the past, that maybe they didn't do their due diligence. And I have a little bit more faith like TJ does that maybe these guys did more research and that's something that Shane talked about a lot in his pressers the last couple months is that he's focused on all aspects of the player. It's not just them on the field. It's what they're like off the field. What are they like with the water boy at the combine? How are they like with the media? All of those types of things. And that makes me feel a little bit like they've done the whole research on the player, the person and everything, and not just what he's like on the field. And the proof is in the pudding with what he, what they did in, in Buffalo. I mean, it's going to be the same sort of um, methodology and focus. So why wouldn't it be the same here, too? I, I also uh, I think the character concerns are sort of blown out of, out of proportion here. There's, he's a gregarious guy who's charismatic and has opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. I feel like the Giants have been so afraid of having someone with any sort of outsized personality since Odell Beckham for whatever reason that they've been going in the opposite direction and taking these milquetoast guys. Remember when we take Jay Bromley just because he's a captain? Like, we need players that can change the game. Um, and everything I've heard from, from Kayvon, this, this whole process, has been extremely impressive. His answers to questions have been thoughtful and well-reasoned and considered rather than just boilerplate, you know, which can work hard and, and keep going like he's realistic about the world we live in and his opportunities at his feet as one of the top prospects in the country in high school, going to college and coming to the pros. This is something that he's meticulously planned and I have no problem with that. I'm super excited to be part of the team. I'm super excited to see what he's going to do. Um, the Giants stayed true to what they said they were going to do with best player available. Clearly the best player available. I still think he's arguably the best defensive in the draft, whether or not you know, you're a Hutchinson or, or Walker guy. I, I think there's a strong argument made that Kayvon is, is the best defensive end. Um, just super stoked they went this way. Really excited to see what happens next. The, the Panthers pick is in, and I sort of want to jump ahead of our uh, of our TV feed because everyone else knows what the Panthers pick in. So maybe let's just see what the Panthers do so we can start talking about what the Giants do at 7. Well, I, I will say something to Melissa that I think, specifically for Melissa's benefit, the Fox right, well, Sportsbook 
Uh, the Boxfest Sportsbook just tweeted that Kayvon Thibodeau is already the favorite to win NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. We're going to wait till his odds drop before we bet it, but I think it's a good bet. Just wait for better value. That's what I'm getting at for this one. That's good. Okay, so we just saw Panthers get Ikenawa off the board. So, um, who's the pick for the Giants? It's seven guys. Is Evan Neal the pick? Oh, or oh, we trade down? I hope so. Evan Neal's got a new pick, right? I, I, I could oh. see them going cross, but I hope they go Neal. Neal, and we're good. I'd love Neal. The Giants have out of this first round with Thibodeau and Neal. I mean, I don't think how you, you could be upset as a Giants fan right now. It's not also possible. call me crazy, but I might obfuscate that and trade down and get more equity. I, I would not throw that uh, out of the realm of possibility. Um, there, you know, we're used to a, a front office that is unable to draft anybody outside of the first round. Uh, people are cultivating offensive lines all the time in the second, third, fourth, fifth rounds. Maybe you know, we, we have a competent front office. We can do the same thing and take best player available if one of these tackles is not, uh, you know, ranked that highly. Though I think likely one of them probably is. But I would love the opportunity to see what we can do with another trade down uh, with a team that's hungry to get in the, in the front to or whoever it might be, quarterback otherwise. So I have uh, I've blocked off my Twitter until this pick is announced on my feet on my uh, TV. But um, my I'm hoping right now first for a trade down and then. I, I'm just kind of curious. I don't really have a preference. I'm just kind of like curious to see where this, you know, where this uh, regime's taking this. I think um, I thought Jermaine, John, uh, Jermaine Johnson would be in play here. I don't think that's necessarily the case now that Thibodeau's pick. I think they're pro the, the most likely scenarios are obviously tackle or trade back. There's a chance it's Kyle Hamilton. Oh, I see the pick is in. Um, but I think... Um, I, I just I, I have a, I'm not used to having faith in the front office. I just can't get over how how refreshing this is. It's interesting, right? You know. Oh wait, I'm muted. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Like, um, where we're sitting at right now, it's like we've been hurt for so many years, and now all of a sudden things might be going our way. But bull, you're 100 right. You know, let's just sit here and wait to see this because I don't want to get my hopes up. But I think that we're about to get all the things we wanted. I just got I just got a text message that told me the pick, but um, don't look at Twitter. Right, it's I'm, up already. I'm, ta I'm taking well off the oh. pass here. <laughs> Dan left. Now I want to know. I don't know, but Quanu's been going up the boards the last couple of days. I mean, there was talks of him going to the Jets at four, so sure. maybe it's not entirely surprising. I mean, I would have taken him at five. He was one of my favorites, but. I definitely saw him going top 10 for sure. And what did I say before, before we started this, Dan? Or, or even just a couple hours ago? I just, oh, I was, I'm convinced that we're taking two, two picks. Two picks are not trading down. I just I had, had a feeling yeah, that's how yeah, we're doing no, it. Yeah, I have no doubt. I mean, they could still say that the pick has been traded. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Happening. We'll stop this video so we couldn't see him, either how angry <laughs> or happy he was. Oh, he's back, though. Don't I, worry. I, here we go. Here I, we go. I wanted to uh, to to text to text some people, but yep, yes, they did. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Can you give them a ten out of ten already for this draft? I don't care who they pick the rest of the time. Let's go. Yes. 
Yeah, yeah, chop it. Chop it like the old days. Yeah. Doesn't get better than this, Giants fans. Uh, Let's see if we can remember this during the season. Yeah. What is that? I'm excited. I'm, so, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. My suit is so tight. This this is this is when we did the mocks like three months ago when we were like be like, this is not gonna happen, but how sick would this be? This is exactly this is better than I could have hoped for. Uh Oh man, we don't have to worry about is Charles like the Charles Cross thing. Oh, let's just think Unreal. about the logistics of it. We don't have to be here for the next three hours either. <laughs> <laughs> We're going home. That's it. We're going home very happy. We can't we, say that about most drafts. Yes, man. we have to keep celebrating. We're unmuting all the mics. Everyone's going to yell. It's going to be mayhem from now. Uh, so, who wants a vodka? So, I have a question right now. What's up? Would anybody say that they'd rather have? three to four more years of Rashawn Slater over four to five years of Evan Neal from right now. That's interesting. I mean, Sean Slater had a great season. Uh, that's a known quantity, right? And Evan Neal that's projects fair. to be a similar, you know, impact player. Uh, but you sort of got to take Pro Bowl caliber proven player, you know, right now, like that's the, that's the safe bet and the thing that's going to get us to where we need to be the quickest. So I'd say, what, used to four more years of Sean Slater was five years of Evan Neal. I'd take, I'd take Slater for four years because that's just money in the bank, right? We could say that about Parsons, too, because obviously a lot of Giants right. fans wanted Parsons last year. But we I was get, Well, I was going to say we, we could end up on the better end of that deal because if Kadarius Toney has a good year, is healthy, and is a huge piece in this offense, we could have a star-wide receiver – have Evan Neal and have Thibodeau and be set for the next five, ten years, maybe. I mean, this is this is it, folks. We 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 actually have something to feel good about for the first time in a long time. It's my bad. Uh, this kind of any, ended up any better than you would have thought. In my mind, it's like, you know, we may have seen both tackles, both edge rushers off the board from one to four. We ended up getting who I thought was. Perhaps the best as rusher and the best tackle in this draft. I'm shocked we got him at so, seven. So you, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, maybe we wanted to trade down, but I think the players were there and they made the right choices. And I'm I'm, I'm excited with this with how this is going to see you know how the rest of the these days go. I think it's going to be a real positive draft for this team. Colin, how, do, how are you feeling? Are you, can you even think straight right now? I I haven't. I haven't felt less of a need to take a hate nap ever in my life. <laughs> I'm and, and not a hate nap. I'm happy and I'm awake. I want to dedicate this draft to Next Vodka. Getting our, our sponsors twisted in a big way. Uh, and our sponsors are getting us twisted. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's right. What are you going to do? All I can say is, is we might be signing, extending some first-year rookie contracts with these two picks. I have, I have high hopes of that. Uh, that can't be said for a well, lot then, of um, first-year picks. Two, two Gettleman picks in the last. There were, so how many first-year picks were there? Gettleman did three, five, I think. Right, six. So they extended two. It's yeah. not, not a good. Not good. That's horrendous. One of the first-year picks on the team. Who are the Falcons picking here? Did they go quarterback? Where's Malik Willis going, you know? 
Does he drop? If he doesn't go to the Falcons, I think maybe he hangs on until the Steelers. That's possible. We have a, uh, a very special guest joining us right now, our friend Nick. How you doing, sir? I'm, 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 I'm completely thrilled with what we did. I couldn't be happier. I, I'm sure you guys, I, you know, was hopping around Zooms right now, but it's weird to do the right thing, and I'm just so thrilled. I'm just so. It's thrilled. weird to do the right thing is a is the right thing to say right now. I think real. I think that's the name of this episode. Name of the pod, yeah, that's the name of the pod. Thank thank you, Nick. Yeah, I'm glad I could add something. I just we just it, we don't overthink it. The right guys are there. You just oh. take them. Just take them. Nick, were you surprised at all about how the board fell to the to us and like what we what we really needed was there. I, I was surprised. Were you surprised? A hundred percent. I mean, for me, really, I was. I I wasn't sure where the old line were going to shake out, and the fact that we got our pick, you know, we ended up with Neil, told me that we we value Thibodeau that much higher than the old line guy. So I, again, I was super excited. I kind of wanted Sauce, you know, like I could talk myself into him, but I'm also like, when you take a secondary guy, traditionally you're usually closer to being a contender, right? You know, if you took Kyle Hamilton or if you took um, Sauce, it, I would like to think that you were closer to being a contender. We're not. We have so many holes. We have so many different spots to fill. So just bolster the O-line. If we're ever going to be competitive again, it's edge rushers, it's it's trenches, it's just giant football. That's what it is. And you know how, like, a, there's a whole bunch of smoke screens that really, really went into this, too. I mean, you know it, too. Yeah. There, there, some people just throw out those uh, those little tidbits into the media to get people thinking we're going one way or the other. That whole thing about um, Kayvon, you know, like we said before about the off-the-field stuff, I'm sure that came directly from us. Why wouldn't have? Yeah. We just make people think we're not going to take them, and then we go ahead and do it. Like, why not? We can evaluate. I've got an important question for Colin. It, if Kayvon... I don't. Who wears number five? No, nope. he does. If if Kayvon Thibodeau gets number five, how will that be a top ten, top five selling jersey in the NFL? I believe that that is one of the numbers that is still available. It's not retired, so I think we're good there. Um, yeah, I mean that, that's that's a tasty yeah. jersey. That's all. I'm yeah, that, that's absolute tasty jersey. Especially that last name looks good on a jersey too. I mean, Nick, you know, we talk about the aesthetics of football all the time. We talk about uniforms. I mean, he's he's form fit to be in this uniform. I mean, he was, he was playing for Oregon. All those uniforms. Now he's going to be in the best one in the NFL. So let's go. I think our biggest concern as Giants fans right now is that we have two KTs on the team. And who do we decide who's who? Do we just go by last names now? How do we overlook that? No, so here's what we do. We switch them, offense and defense, you know, given the game. Okay. Yeah. Whoever, whoever can stay healthy gets the nickname. <laughs> I like That's that. Fair. I love that. Um, what, I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys already kind of talked. I'm sure you guys talked about it, but where's everybody landing on Tony, right? I know there's a lot of buzz around him and and where he's going to be on the team, but is he? Are we excited? Or are we not excited? We, we didn't talk about it. Um, I, you know, the whole thing for me, it's just, it's just all a bunch of nonsense. You know, you're not going to trade the guy because you're not going to get value. You maybe get a third round if you're lucky. You know, it's been one year. Just like let the guy play. I get that he hasn't been everything that you wanted him to be, 
throughout his tenure here, which has been a very small amount of time. Yep. But to move on from him now, to me, would just be absolutely ridiculous. And I know that, you know, we don't vest a lot of interest in what Gettleman has done, but, like, Tony flashed. He can play. If he can stay healthy, I think there's a high ceiling, and I'm excited to see him in the new regime. He showed up for the for the workouts, the OTAs, eventually. People want to give him, give him crap for that. I don't get it. I wouldn't go to work if I didn't have to either. <laughs> I agree. When they were coming up with this, like, oh, he didn't go for voluntary workouts, I'm like, if my boss told me, if you want to come in, come in, I'm not coming in. It's very simple. <laughs> That's, fa- That's a, a wa- very kid. fair way to put it. Yeah. I mean... I, I hope he gets better as a rapper too. At the same time, I think his uh, raps are actually great. Have you guys seen his music video? Uh, yeah, it, it's really well edited, if I remember correctly. It's got a bunch of uh, really awesome effects in it. If you have I it, saw it, ten out of ten recommend for everyone watching. I don't think I've seen it. What's the name of the song? I don't know, but I remember the visuals. There was like a lot of like ice, like there was like a special effects. Check it out, y- Young Joker. Young Joker. Maybe they'll put that on his jersey. That's what we should call it. We got to call him Young Joker and then Thibodeau KT. I think maybe that's one of the solutions. So so we've got second and, th- and two third round picks over under 0.5 quarterbacks taken in that in that time frame right there. <laughs> uh, serious, it's a serious under, question. Under, under, under. under. There's guys, there's guys that are going to be there that are competitive, right? I mean, are you Sam Howell? We, we got Tygod. I think we're forgetting about Tyrod Taylor, uh, who's <laughs> probably going to steal the job in training camp from Daniel Jones. Um, but uh, I don't think so. I, I, based off of what they did in the first round, I think they are going for true value. And I think they understand the importance of having an elite, elite quarterback like Josh Allen. And they're not, there's no one like that to be found in the second and third rounds, just from a raw talent standpoint. There's no like, you know, we'll think we'll right now. I got no insider information. Malik Willis was the favorite for QBOS, so do with that knowledge what you will. I mean, I, that would be an awesome fit, I think, uh, as long as that offense, you know, decides to protect their quarterback. Uh, he can throw a bomb, and DK Metcalf can catch him. That's for sure. Um, but that that team needs a lot more than just a quarterback at this point. Nick's not high on Malik Willis. No, I'll take Mariota over him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say we take this out to the tenth pick, and then we'll call it? Tenth pick, and we'll call it. Sounds great. I think that's fair. Guys, I'm going to say goodnight to everybody. It's been great seeing everybody in the flesh and, and meeting the people I met tonight. Um, thanks for doing this. I uh, I had so much fun. Like I told you, I missed out on, on those hot dogs and hot pretzels. But uh, can't wait to see you guys at the stadium and uh, to put, putting something together soon. Uh, well, we're hanging. That's for sure, man. Have a good night. Thanks for coming oh, on. It's good to have you, man. Thank you. Blue United podcast. Keep it up. Enjoy your thanks, day. Buddy. Bye, Will. Bye, Will. All right. So, what do I mean? If it's not, if, if you know, we thought it, maybe Will is here. If it's not him, who's it going to be? Uh, who did the Falcons pick? Uh, Drake London. It could be Charles Cross. It could be Charles Cross. It could be Jermaine Johnson. It could be Kyle Hamilton. 
I mean, I think this is a team looking to tank this year. If they don't pick Malik Willis, this is a team looking to tank. Okay, so they're going punter here then. Guys, you know what I just want to say? There you go. Talking about the Seahawks, I've been thinking a lot about Russell Wilson and thinking about Russell Wilson. I'm thinking about where we are at the Wilson Cross, cross. here in Soho. And uh, just another shout out. Uh, thanks to everyone. Thanks to David. This has been excellent, excellent time for us. Um, I think everyone's had a good time. Uh, check out the store. There's a lot of great streetwear. I'm wearing an awesome jacket. I look really cool. I've gotten lots of compliments. Uh, Colin's got a great sweatshirt. Retro throwback street style. Charles oh, um, Cross. Oh, Charles Cross, as we say it. That's there he goes. United Podcast, fellas, because I can predict the future. Thank you. <laughs> you should have bet it. <laughs> what are we doing now? We'll talk after the show for next yeah, year's yeah, draft. Yeah. <laughs> Also, guys, Wilson has really amazing women's wear. So if you like to golf or play tennis or work out or just look cute, they have really great matching sets, jackets, everything. So make sure you check it out. It's right in Soho, or you could go online, Wilson Sport Goods. And if any of the guys want to look cute, too, I mean. Oh, you got to say that, too? Ah, damn it. All right. Yeah, we did it. Hey, did I'm you feeling guys... cute with these Giants picks, huh? God, what, happened with, what, what happened with Mel and Todd McShay? They just kind of like stopped having them kind of show up on the show. Did something happen? Did I miss? Well, I, I don't know. I think Mel. Actually, I think both of them had health issues. I know Todd honest. wasn't showing up, and he was sort of like, uh, you know, not not really explaining why. He was saying he, he wanted to be there, but he's not going to be there. I thought um, I saw him. I remember he was at a he was he was announcing a, a Big Ten game or something. He was either drunk or something happened. Um, but Mel, like they like have Mel like, in his basement or something. Yeah, I think they're I think they're retiring the helmet soon, and I don't mean what the guys are wearing during these football games. I mean Mel Kiper's haircut. <laughs> also, since I've allowed myself to look at Twitter now, Shane and Dable are speaking to the media, and Shane confirmed that Neil is going to start at right tackle. So already, I love it. One, our O-line is coming together. He's been starting since yesterday, I think. <laughs> they just have him and, and Kayvon, like, just in a room together, just, just pass setting and rushing against each other all day, every day. They're not going to allow them to buy houses in the area. They just have to room together, and they're just going to butt heads until we they're start gonna have to, uh Neil's going to have to protect the refrigerator, and, and Kayvon's going to get it around him for every meal. That's exactly it. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. I like it. Right, well, shall we uh, wrap it up? I think we should wrap it up. Guys, thanks for listening tonight. We're very happy to have Adriana, Melissa, Nick on with us tonight. It's been a blast. Thanks to Joe Lugo and Wilson for having us here tonight. Please don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Big Blue United, Big Blue United Pod Boys, the Pigskin Podcast Network, download the DraftKings app. And please, guys, okay, come got to shout the out there. store. Shout it out. Twitter handles. Um, I'm at Instagram and TikTok on New York Giants Fangirl, and my Twitter is NYG Fangirl. I post updates there pretty much all day, every day. It will only get worse over the next couple months leading up to the season. <laughs> but we have a lot of exciting things to talk about, so it's exciting stuff. So follow me on there, and we can talk Giants all the time. All right, guys, you saw my Twitter handle right there at the bottom. It's at Melissa Amrita. That's my Twitter. That's my Instagram. And not only do I do Giants, um, I think Dan will like this one. I have a lot of odds, so always I check in if you need some odds for something. 
I'm kind of a degenerate, so we'll see how it goes this season. Very excited for the Giants, very excited to join Big Blue United, and stay tuned. Awesome. Thank awesome. you guys. Thank you guys. Thanks guys for joining us. Have a good night. Yeah.